Hi, and welcome to One Inch Past Scary Podcast. This is Christy Sayer, and my guest today is Jennifer Knowles, Hello. who is an old friend from the internet. Say hey, Night. Jen, so I know you're there. Hello. Okay, we've been, I'm here. We've been burned a few times this morning where <laughs> I was chatting gaily, and Jen was gone, just so, so just gone, connected. but... It seems that we we're we're we finally uh, nailed this thing, and um, I'm so excited to talk to her. I was saying that she is when I think about her, she's the sunshine person. She has a face like sunshine, and she has this, the uh, attitude of sunshine. She is amazing. Oh. I've known her since 1999, and I still think of her as Auntie Jenny because she went through a stint of um, knitting hats. She lives in Vermont. And it's a very Vermont thing to do, to have a business <laughs> called Auntie Jenny Hats, isn't it? Yes, That's definitely. super Vermont, yeah. And it was so nice because we moved to Ohio from California. And um, it was awful, the winter and everything. But my kids all had the most spectacular hand-knitted, like, b- custom hand-knitted hats. Yes. And it really took the sting off, I must say. It did. They were quite well known for their hats. Oh, I might have to make one tonight. I'm inspired again. <laughs> oh, yay. Well, you are a busy lady because uh, apart from all the good you do in your community and in your work, you have also started a group called the Four Goals Group on Facebook. And it's extremely active group. Very active. And you're this, you're a very you're a very um, involved facilitator and administrator of it. And um, in fact, just today, to give you a feel for how active this group is, just today, uh, Jan posted that she was um, having this interview with me this afternoon. And I think in the short time that it's been up there on a Sunday, which is typically a pretty quiet time on Facebook, you got over 50 comments. No, wait, wait, wait. Let me see. 75 comments yes and they were like quality comments there's just paragraphs in each one of them because she asked you know what people what does this group mean to you and i'm just going to grab just rent i'm scrolling randomly and um i'm just going to read you a little excerpt i was becoming overwhelmed and not my finding much happiness or positivity on facebook anymore and was thankfully introduced to this group it helps me set my goals for the week. I really love reading everyone's posts. What a wonderful community we have lived with, filled with love and kindness. The, this group changed my perspective on others in life. That's pretty big. Somebody it's, else says, yeah. I appreciate we're all here in different places globally and in our lives. I mean, every single one of these is profound. Yeah. Profound. Like every single thing that a person has contributed to this little thread was profound i mean this group has changed lives and hearts which is what you do you always have oh you're one of those people you're one of those people and i've been so fortunate to know you just a little background um i did say that i'm not sure in which introduction i said but we're part of this july 2000 baby pregnancy group and we did meet um over the internet but we've met since in real life a couple of times mm-hmm. we did and you did not disappoint your your in-person persona is as delightful as your online persona and um so yeah i'm just thinking of the different things that you used to do like back in the day when the internet was still 
new and shiny and uncharted <laughs> in terms of mommy groups. You taught us all how to um, really kind of capture the essence of our children's childhoods. You taught us how to get down to their level and take photos of what they were doing rather than have them all posed and and um, and just write little captions and and you really helped me to capture my children's childhood in a way that's so I cherish so much um, now because you. you work with children you work with children um, and so tell us what to you why this four goals group was formulated what your goal and intention was or just how it all started because I came to it quite a bit later than everybody else did I think and so I'm just seeing the magical results. But what inspired you? Well, it was magical from the first day, actually. But let me start at the beginning. So I've been teaching in the same school district for 25 years. And I've worked every single summer teaching summer school. And last summer, I decided not to work. And I got a new puppy. And I had the whole entire summer off. And my kids were in college. And they don't need me anymore. And, and they just, just started. It was the first summer, that, that first summer, right? That last summer. That Greg, so, so on the yeah, 22nd that Greg of went June. went to college. Yes. Yeah. On the 22nd of June, it will be a year since I started the group. So, but before that, okay. I decided that I didn't want to waste this gift of a summer off in Vermont where summers are incredibly short. And so I decided that I was going to try and achieve, accomplish four goals every day. I was going to do something for my household because I'm a terrible housekeeper and I really needed to get a handle on that and stop hating it so much. Something for myself right. because I deserve it. Something for Benny, who's my dog, because um, we're in the process of getting certified as a therapy dog team and he needed lots of socialization. So I had to make sure I did something every day to help towards that goal. Awesome. And then something for humanity, meaning something to make a difference outside of myself. So I was like, okay. oh, I can do this. I can, I can do these four things every day. And so at that point, I was part of this massively large Facebook group of um, parents whose kids were going off to college. And mm. one, lady, one lady in that group, Leslie, who is an, also an administrator, said to me, you should start a Facebook group about the four goals so other people can follow along and join in. I was like, oh. Okay, you know, I know how to start Facebook groups. So I started it on June 22nd last year. And as of today, I think we have uh, 1,400, over 1,400 people in the group. And they're from all over the world. And it's like really weird how they all kind of, it started with my friends and people that I knew would want to be on there. My dad, Elena, you know, um, the people yeah. I work with my neighbors and then I put out the link onto this a very massively large Facebook group and a lot of people joined from there uh, and then people just started inviting their people so it's like this yeah this just spread why, I just why invited my husband yesterday yes, I was telling I, him about this I saw that and he said oh that's awesome I actually got the four goals I forgot I didn't realize about Benny I mean I something I didn't realize I was just trying to remember and I was like I think it's something for your you, then your household, then your community, then the world at large. And he was like, oh, he was really like galvanized by the whole thing. It, it's, it's, just, very, it, it's very achievable. It is. And it's, it gave me a way not to fritter my summer away. And it gave me a framework to like set my days. And so I yes, took pictures the way, the way I do it. 
is I a combination of planning ahead what I'm going to do or just recognizing at the end of the day what I did. Um, and both of those things worked for me. And I did to document it. I took pictures and I still do take pictures of the four things that represent the four things that I did that day. Um, but the point was to just really embark on this like experiment of living with great intention. And obviously, obviously it was needed because this caught on oh, wow, so yes quickly and people are still it's just amazing like the amount of people well it's so active because often these groups i've started groups over time with this kind of thing um where they're so active at first but then people get really burned out but what i was telling my husband is that i absolutely love looking and i don't always i think i almost always do a little love symbol but i don't comment that often but i love looking at your four accomplishments because i said to erin on so many days she sets the bar so low and <laughs> i think this is such a gift no i love it i I'm like totally she's just true. like i ate a peanut butter sandwich and or it's just like <laughs> i threw a ball a ball for benny and i'm like Yes, this is what the world needs. Well, more it's of. doing it. It's recognizing that yes. what you're doing with your life. It's paying attention to your life. It's the intention of it. And I'm like, we are all doing so much better than we think we are. Yes. But we're living blind and we're living blind to the beauty of our lives. So many of us are like in sort of clawing or grasping at something in the future that will mean that we're successful will mean that we're fulfilled will mean that we're doing something good in the world or whatever and that is an epidemic in our society and you are making such a profound profound difference but you are modeling every small thing you do is good and meaningful and profound if you do it with that intention and you're just proudly putting it out there and I'm like when I say you set the bar so low I hope you I know you're not taking any offense to that no my god it's a great compliment like that (laughs) exactly I know you know I don't mean it like in a dismissive way I mean it as like you have absolutely nailed it and that is why it's so I think why it's just so active that people feel accepted and I can do this I can do this I can say Okay, for myself, I took a moment and looked at the sky. And that is so valid and so beautiful and so excellent. Um, You know, and and it's just really, whenever I need a reset, I go over, I sort of wander over and be active in it. And I just sort of, it's this huge breath of fresh air on the internet. Because sometimes I feel like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Everything's super toxic. Mm-hmm. So what I should do is stay super far away from the internet, but this place without fail. And it's not. Paul no, no, nope. there's no sense of like, we've all got to be little fake, little smiley smile. Everything's fantastic. Oh. Is it not fantastic with you? What's up with well, you? That's what, that was one of the it's... biggest things that I, that left that large group that I spoke of earlier because people were nice. And I was like, no, stop <laughs> being be so. nice. I mean, you need it. Kindness is where it's at. Like not nice. Yeah. And I, there's very niceness can be very, very alienating mm-hmm. when we're all just so mm-hmm. consumed with keeping up that nice. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the, there's a couple ground rules and four goals. And it, I, I've been, I've only deleted, I think two posts over the course of the whole year, which is remarkable. 
That's incredible. People really value the community so much that they follow the the rules. And the number one rule that drives people away from communities is unsolicited advice. And I will not allow that to happen on four goals. And everybody knows that except for, you know, McGraw. She's, she has her own (laughs) way to view the world, but, um, but it's like, you can, you're, I'm not, you're free to put it all out there and nobody's going to tell you that you're not allowed to put it all out there. And nobody's going to um, say, but, but, but if only you had, and all of that kind of, kind of stuff, it's more just like, we're here for you. We're listening. We're accepting. Yeah. Have you considered that perhaps if you had done this, it could have been you know, yeah. so much better for you or you wouldn't right. be in this situation. Right. Yeah. And that's basically um, what you, what you say is that's exactly what's destroyed so many of these mm-hmm. groups in the past. These so-called support groups yes. is people feeling judged or people being very self-righteous and, or, you know, know it all's coming in. And honestly, we're all growing. And I remember I was just watching some young moms at the pool yesterday. I have my pack of four children who are the same age as yours, um, sort of ranging from 20 to what is it? What is it? 15, whatever age he is. I have so (laughs) many of them. And then the little one, right? So I have this gift of being able to see the little people from now being an older, more experienced mom. And I see the moms and how difficult it is to be a mom of a pack of kids that age and also to not be able to be yourself, (laughs) to not be able to be completely real because of the fear of judgment or the fear of you're not doing it quite right. And is so rife on the internet. And I used to be so toxic in that way. When I think back on some of the stuff I did, right. well, meaningly, in inverted commas, I'm quite ashamed. But I, as we grow, and so you've kind of modeled that, that maturity, that emotional maturity, and just been made it so, so clear that people don't really want to hear how you think right. they there, could be living their lives better. And that's something I have to really the, remind The statement you on. should is ne- never used on on that in the in four goals unless the person is explicitly asked for advice about something so that you know keeping that in mind is uh is helpful but i also i also think that um being the have you are you involved in the group enough to know about loretta um for Loretta, I've seen a hashtag. She and did people, die and she died recently. She was she wasn't sick when we started the group, um, and she became sick in November and then passed away in April. Um, and her message to us when and, and she was so open and about everything and planning for the future and asking us for advice about Christmas gifts for next year for her son-in-law. It was just. We felt like we were sort of part of this process with her of knowing that that she wasn't going to be here. It was amazing, what a, and her what a beautiful she modeled thing. so much grace. It, it was unbelievable. So, so what what she said to us was when I asked her what she needed, she's like, "I don't need anything. I need you to um, make the world a better place for other people." And it sort of like gave permission for people to not second guess themselves when they want to do something kind. So it really, so people are actively, intentionally, purposefully following their impulses to be, to do good and to, to make the world a better place. And 
you know, after the election. I had a little bit of a repeat what you oh, said. Okay. You said they're um, intentionally, purposefully following. And I said those kind instincts. I sort of interrupted and then we had some dead air. What did you say? I, just th that they are making the world a better place. Yeah. And, and with that energy. And I, you know, there's a couple of, I don't want to forget to say two things in the course of our conversation. So I'll say it now. So that Mary Oliver poem, I can't even remember which one it is, but the line in it that says something like, what do you plan to do now with your one wild and magical life or something, something along those lines. Right. Um, I, I, that was one of the reasons I started this group too, is because you only get to do this one you time. One shot at it. Right. That we know yeah. of, right. Yeah. <laughs> that we know of. So, um, you know, so being intentional about that and, choosing to put good energy into the universe and when you do something for for two weeks I guess it becomes a habit right and once you start looking at the world and paying attention to your life you can't stop doing it so it's like it just creates this whole new way of viewing everything which is amazing to me it's amazing you really and, do rewire your brain which is so yes, elastic it's so it's, elastic it's so, and it loves it it loves it, the, all yes. the dopamine and good feelings from doing that so yeah to give yourself permission it's remarkable go Just, on oh and the other thing i was i really have this really convoluted difficult to explain theory about the universe which i will not get into now because i need a drink to do that and um <laughs> but it's it has to do with energy. And I, I refused after the election, I refused to believe that negative negativity was more powerful than positivity. And I, I just think that in these small ways of being intentional and paying attention and promoting kindness and caring about each other and loving each other as our primary way of being that we can become incredibly powerful and we can change the world so that's what i think is happening i mean based on the post this morning and what people are saying in little bits it's all kind of rip and we'll be right back after this quick break hello hello we're back and before <laughs> the break you were starting to say um about the election and the negativity that started to sort of permeate and your response to that um, as being sort of part of the, the reason for this group. So let's go into that because we had a lot of noise and disturbances as you were talking about that. Well, I just, I just thought that there's no negativity does not trump, for lack of a better word, uh, positivity and dwelling in that place of, of, negative energy is very uncomfortable for me and I've never been able to do it well. Um, so I just decided with this intentionality that I was going to see when I pay attention to my life, that positive, positive energy, not necessarily meaning happy all the time, not meaning all the time, but just not this like soul sucking negativity. Right. Um, putting energy into things that are making the world the best place to be. Um, and so, you know, part of that, I, we started thinking of there's certain people in the universe who kind of embody. And last summer, the Mr. Rogers movie came out. Won't you be my neighbor? Yes. It was so impactful to so many people. 
I just cried through the whole thing. So I just realized who's kind of like our mascot for the four girls. So thinking about um, kindness and radical kindness and just being a person who loves. And that's what she was all about was just love. And it's, it's free to do that. It's making it a conscious choice. It honestly is. It's very liberating, isn't it? It's amazing. So, so Fred's kind of our, our mascot. Um, That's what I was going to ask you about. So I'm glad you brought that up. How did Fred become your mascot? Um, was Mr. Rogers somebody that you really kind of tried to emulate throughout your career already? Not, not necessarily. Um, you know, I, I did watch it when I was younger and I knew that he had, um, you know, that his way of speaking to children, way of giving messages to children, I've always kept that in mind with teaching them and letting them know that above everything else that they are loved. Yes. From, that came from him and that's part of my teaching philosophy. But I've been doing some more research on him and I saw the movie and read his um, biography and just, you know, all of the, the information that's coming out about him now. And I just, he's such a kindness and, and joy and gentle mm-hmm. all things noticing and celebrating the tiny things that make a difference which is I guess in a way is setting the bar really low you know <laughs> which is perfect which is you know and and it's such an unfortunate way of putting it I wish I hadn't used that expression I wonder if we can this is another thing that I've noticed and I love it I wonder if we can reframe that's what you've used a lot in yeah. this group that's part of the lingo is reframe can uh, people will come and say i have this issue i have this problem i'm i'm stuck in this negative mental space i need help reframing and it's so powerful yeah. to have that question just to ask that question mm-hmm. and i will say um before we had this the, we before we embarked on this interview today i was in a great mood everything was going well um, I had actually just posted about how I'd been feeling just this pull towards um, opening my heart after some major issues in my life that I've been working through. And it's been a dark and ex- exciting at sometimes experience, but um, where I really kind of lost my religion and became cynical spiritually. And then I have felt that allowing myself to reawaken that part of me um, recently and how that's just exciting and beautiful and I was just really living in that place and then suddenly I got an email from um, the person who's caused me such harm who's not supposed to contact me and just continues to violate that boundary and I felt that's that that spirit of calm and serenity just gets sucked out immediately and I had this tool because I'd just been really like tuned into um, your page immediately thought to myself Kirsty how can you reframe Mm -hmm. because I even had a moment where I thought you know maybe I need to postpone this interview because I really want to be engaged and in the in the type of positive space that it really you know that it deserves and I thought, you know what, though, this could be reframed. This could definitely be reframed mm-hmm. as an opportunity. And, you know, just to see where I have come and how my emotional and spiritual and mental depth has improved and and just sort of maybe show to myself or con- consider what this is trying to teach me. And, and it was such a, it was a very quick moment. Yeah. 
but it was transformative. Mm-hmm. We're in the past that's been tremendously triggering and very, very difficult to overcome. And I was able to really sort through it in a couple of minutes. So that, that's been incredibly, is an incredible service to the people in this group to invite people to help them to reframe. And it's not just because people are giving them really, really impressive input. It's because they are opening themselves up to Mm -hmm. that. They have made the decision. I would like to reframe. I would like to dwell in positivity. I would like to be able to see the growth opportunities from this. Mm -hmm. So how, what do you think, where did the reframing come from? Was that something that you brought from your career? Was that something that just emerged? Where did that come from? Well, I'm curious. I think a couple of different things. I think I've always done it because I really, I do not like to be around people who complain. I just, complaining to me is vent, fine, vent and move on. But chronic complaining is so draining to me. So I let people at work know this and I'm not, I'm not going to engage in this and we are not going to be like this as, as a community here. So we, someone said the word reframe to me because they were talking about a child who was really had a lot of qualities that, that were irritating to this particular person. And she came up to me and she said, "Uh, help me reframe how I'm thinking about this child. And I was like, well, she's blah, 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 blah. And the, the person's like, oh, wow. Yeah, you're right. She is. So I think that was the first time that I put that label to it. Yeah. The other thing we do in school is um, when kids make mistakes that are where nobody's injured, um, we do a do-over. So we recreate the situation and we do it the, the way that we would like to see. And then we praise the heck out of that. So if I somebody intentionally knocks over someone's block tower, we go, oh, oops, let's do it over. And we go build the block tower again, go over and say, nice tower, you know? So that's so good. Giving people a chance to try again. Or to start over because we, so often we get stuck in this loop. I messed it up. Yeah. So I guess I'm, I'm done now. And you're in charge of your own brain for the most part. That if, if you decide to have this reaction to a situation, that doesn't have to be the final decision you can back it up and decide to have a better reaction. And every I, moment is a start over opportunity. Yeah. I'm so, reading from Laura in the group who says, this group makes me feel less alone in my midlife, almost empty nest. What do I want to be when I grow up situation? I also tend to be a pessimist, but there's nothing but acceptance here. Even when we have a week of Mondays or feel like shanking someone, <laughs> we just put on our magic hands and get shit done. Seriously, we need a four goals glossary. I can honestly say that just by supporting everyone here and witnessing a lot of universe, universal struggles that now I can hashtag reframe my way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, she's, I love that she said we can be, we can come here wherever we are. We don't have to be a bunch of shiny, happy people because, you know, Jen, you are genetically blessed, I think, in, in, yeah. in a number of ways in that you are inclined to positivity, that you seem to have really good chemicals just firing all correctly all the time. And you didn't have a traumatic childhood. So no. that's great. So your tolerance for that kind of thing is understandably low because you don't have right. much of a frame of reference to it, which is totally fine. You know, it takes all types. But you haven't created an, an environment where you're like, all of you need to be just like me. We're going to be positive people here. And in fact, right. you even wrote that once. You said, 
I, I want to be very careful about malignant positivity or something like that. It was, yeah. and that's when I really tuned in, when I saw that. And I was like, okay, this, this group has some depth. I'm interested. Oh, absolutely. I just, I, I was blessed with a happy childhood. Thank you. Which for, is so great. For giving me that. And I'm like chronically optimistic. I have, but it's, it's really annoying if you know me in real life, but um, I can't not be. So that, that's just who I am. So if, if, and people. Which is wonderful. <laughs> and peop, so many people are drawn to it and it's a, it's a rare and, and, and needed quality in this world. It honestly is. So maybe, and I think that's why I also have like boundless energy to attend to things like, like this Facebook page. So I, in the almost year that it has started, I have read every post and every comment and liked and uh, commented, not just liked or had a reaction to everything that has been posted on the page since the very beginning. Which is almost. Which is, we, I mean, it's kind of a dick. It's kind of. Yeah, are, because <laughs> Oh, hello. Oh, are you there? I'm here. Yeah, you're just, you got all warpy sounding for a second. I got a warp sound. I was saying you, it, it does appear to take a superhuman amount of energy to engage on the level that you do. Um, with it's so, so many important people. to me. And so, so many people feel seen over there. I yeah. think people feel truly seen, which is awesome. And it all matters. Like everyone's words matter. Like even if somebody just comes to the group and says, oh, I took a nap today. I mean, to, to take the time to like actually share that and post that, it matters. It matters and it needs to be acknowledged. And, um, and so I do. And I that's, just, that's, that's yeah. a really, I think you've, you've nailed it in terms of um, – you have the, the human touch there. So now what happens when this group inevitably grows and it's beyond what you can have the personal touch on every single post? Have well, you thought, I don't... have you thought? Well, I, I do like, I'm going on vacation this summer and there are other administrators. And when I'm not there, I'm like, okay, guys, you gotta, and then, and then I, I'm only, on the group at certain times of the day so first thing in the morning and then again not again usually until after nine o'clock at night so I realize how much activity happens while I'm not there and so it really isn't necessary for me to continue to do this anymore because it's self-sustaining at this point but I still like to do it yeah. so I think when it becomes too large for me it'll be okay when I can step back a little bit yeah um because people are taking care of each other and they really are and it's remarkably self-governing you know, people yes. do seem to know how to, you know, sort of stick to the rules. Well, and, and the fact that I did not have to outlaw politics is remarkable to me. It's not the focus of the group, so it doesn't come up that much. And in all honesty, the vast majority of the members are kind of left leaning. Yeah. Just because of that's they're kind of drawn to this kind of group. However, the few times it has come up, I've said to people the the rule around talking about politics is you can talk about your personal feelings not not as a way of telling someone else they're wrong so if somebody came to the group and posted something pro trump i i don't think that would happen but if they did i think that i would be okay with that if they framed it as that is their own personal belief system and here is why 
So that that's the only tricky part to navigate. But people have been so incredibly respectful of just letting people state their truth and moving on. Right. So, and controversial topics have come up. I mean, we've talked about abortion. We've talked about vaccines. We've talked about, um, you know, th- there's a couple um, topics that I'm extremely clear that we will not ever talk negatively about another person's child's sexuality. Like that is just never going to happen um, and hasn't happened. Um, and then um, racism, we just thought that it's a platform to educate. And I'm going to keep educating people about white, white privilege and people are learning. And it's, it's kind of cool. So the, in that way, there's a little bit of a captive audience for me to like push my own agenda out there. <laughs> well, I but, haven't really seen that you um, have, you know, I don't, I don't. Which rule I might be breaking now, you know, there's not that sense. There is right. a great sense of freedom of expression, but at the mm-hmm. same time, there's a civility. And mm-hmm. I wonder if that's what, you know, we've all craved, that the internet has kind of lost that sense of civility mm-hmm. and acceptance for people being different. Are you there? I don't know if I would call it civility. That kind of falls into the like niceness category for me, but more just acceptance and respect. So treating people with kindness first and um there's mm, and, and non-judgment that's huge is the judgment piece and not being judgmental um you know everyone is out there trying to live their best life and and we're here to support each other and we're here to acknowledge that and we're here to um, celebrate that and you know it's also a lot of people have referred to the group as a soft place to land so if things are not mm. going well it's somewhere that you can go and be like, listen, this is happening. I just need love right now. And that's all that, that you'll find. Um, it's so true. You really do feel well, no matter what I say there. And I haven't really experimented a lot with it. But from what I've seen is that you will find a soft place to land. Yes. You know, there will you will not languish. You will not be left... Um, you know, having exposed yourself and become incredibly vulnerable and then just let it hang there with barely anybody making any comment. That's a terrible feeling. Um, And so I've noticed that, that there's kind of this rush of kindness and love. That's, and some of it is um, more organized. I mean, we, we have found a way to kind of organize ourselves when there really is a need. And that's where the whole hashtag Fred friends thing came up. Um, with the logo that Debbie made of the yes, I love that with his sweater, yeah, his red with, sweater, with red sweater over Pittsburgh. It's like the most amazing logo. So she it's made so that clever, and, and we'll put out the call like for things. People, I people really like to get mail. I mean, you might not admit it, but people, oh no, we love it. We love With your name mail. on it, and you open it up, and someone has taken the time to actually write words on paper that they meant just for you to read. I mean, it, it, it matters and it's important and it puts good energy in the universe. So I think I that the postal service is happy with our group because there is a lot of card mailing going on um, for various reasons. And then also um, we have raised money for a wide variety of things. It started last summer when, um, 
my sister contacted me, asking me if I knew of a place to write a grant to get a laptop for a family that needed it. So I asked the group, but it wasn't even that large back then. I think this was like last July. Um, does anyone know of a place where we can write a grant to get a laptop for a family? And, um, and they're like, no, but we'll raise the money. And I had $600 PayPal and Venmo to me within two days. It was just like, what, what? That is awesome. <laughs> People want to do things for humanity. And like, they really and, do. It, they really know, do. And, and to donate to an organization is one thing, but to know that your money is going directly to a family that needs a specific thing makes makes it more personal and makes a really big it really does people like that personal touch and Mm -hmm. i think we are all kind of um i think we're all wired to want a sense of community a real life community you know we are communal creatures Mm -hmm. we want we thrive better when we live in a tribal environment where there is a sense of everybody's taking care of the children a village type of thing you know everybody we're all doing this together as a group and our society has really, especially this, you know, in this country, we're doing it a lot more solo than we used to. Yeah. Um, and it's so hard. It's not supposed to be this way. We're not supposed to be caring for elderly one-on-one. We're not supposed to be caring for children one-on-one. And so when people have the sense that they're not only being held by a community in very you know, concrete, visceral ways, but they're also contributing to one, I think they feel complete and I think they feel safer mm-hmm. and just nurtured in that way. And it's a really this, a symbiotic sense. When you help others in that way, you get that, 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 that feedback that we all need on such a primal level. So um, that's yet another thing that you're creating for people, which that, is so awesome. Do you know the, the, when the one most successful tragically had to be successful um was for loretta um we wanted to do something to honor her um for her family and for her so we ended up raising well i think twenty five hundred dollars and a thousand of that went to purchase um made a donation to the virginia state um parks organization and when you make a donation of that amount they give you a bench that you can put a plaque on so lovely we we did that on a bench at her favorite park that overlooked the water um and the quote on the back we put was um the most it was a mr rogers quote the most important thing you can do is let people know that they're loved um and it has her name on it and um it's so and there's a picture that is on the page somewhere i'll see if i can repost it of her mother sitting on the bench looking out at the water i'm just gonna cry even thinking about it but um so that bench is there forever now. Like, and people like when everyone goes to that that place, they can read about Loretta and see that about how important love was to her. So, with and the- maybe you know somebody needs a sign one day and looks at it and knows that they too are loved. Yes, I have no doubt that will happen. No doubt I'm, at all. I'm certain it already has. Yeah, and yeah. the other, the rest of the money, um, Loretta, because she was so amazing. She there, she was a school teacher, and um she created a scholarship before she died for students who had not taken advanced placement classes and whose GPA was not above 2.5. So we were able to donate the rest of the money to, to that scholarship fund as the initial donation to that. Um, I love that. Which, I mean, that to me, like those, those kids need, deserve scholarships as much as, as others. So, 
and oh, often yes. more so because they yes. just haven't had the kind of support. Yes. And then so. there's sort of that 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 struggle becomes a self fulfilling prophecy. So what a wonderful thing. So that, that wow. whole and then just you know the Fred friends thing comes in play when um, you know, somebody somebody recently had surgery, so everyone sent them cards and we were able to buy an Uber Eats gift card for them um to use. And right now, the most current project, which is ending tonight, is to raise money for one of our members um, to take her daughter for a day on the town. Um, her daughter was sexually assaulted and recently, like, re-victimized through the court system and showed such incredible bravery and, and grit and determination to, to do the right thing. And so everyone's been sending her cards of support, and we're going to be able to give them a nice... Um, money to be able to just you know go get pedicures and go out to lunch and have a great day together oh my goodness that is so lovely <laughs> yeah that so that's happening I mean and things like this are happening all the time it's such an amazing group of people I it just and, they, and there's so many people who never ever post and just read and they send me messages letting me know that they're never going to post and they're always just going to read but that it's changing their lives too they're they're taking away the stories and the energy and the love and, and putting it back out in their personal lives. So, uh, yeah, like I, I think I posted, this feels, this place just feels like an oasis for me. And I just come and I have a brief little read when I need to be reminded that the world is full of wonderful people because it can be very difficult sometimes to remember that if we're not um, tuning into the right places. And so it's just, yeah, it's a true gift. And and honestly, doesn't it kind of show you in the way you have this random group of people, seemingly random, mm-hmm. right, doing all these remarkable things. But um, I, you know, I think what has been quite tr- trying for people since uh, the election is that many things have we've become aware of many things that perhaps were hidden before. And it's kind of been a shock to the system that there are people who believe differently from what we believe, or there are things going on that have always been going on or belief systems that are very troubling and that sort of thing. And, and so we've gone, so several people have gone from a switch of everything's okay to nothing's okay. Right. Nothing's okay anymore. Had their, like their, you know, everything, the rug really pulled out from under them in terms of reality. And this pendulum swing, I think, has really interfered with a lot of people's mental health. I've spoken to a lot of mental health professionals who have who've said that's true, you know, that people, a lot of people have felt very triggered in terms of their own trauma and their own past experiences. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, people, are, minorities are feeling particularly targeted and all those things um and a group this large this engaged and this determined to do right by each other but just in small achievable ways Mm -hmm. is so healing because when you see that you've got to believe that there's so much more of that out there than we realize and like you say good does trump evil good does positive does trump negative i really do believe that um but if you do tune into kind of just a mainstream um, social media or even the news exclusively, you're going to have a hard time mm-hmm. remembering that. So thank you so much for creating this group. It's Aww. the waves and the ripples, as you know, just go on and on and on and on and are so much bigger than either of us 
we'll ever know, but already are so enormous, I think. I'm so, I can't, I just can't even believe that all of this started because I wanted to make sure that Benny had one social activity a day last summer. (laughs) And please keep it just, if, if I can ask you anything is to continue to keep it so real because and I know you will I know that's just how you roll because you know if I feel like I have to do all these enormous things to make an impact on the world and I get sort of stuck in that that loop of nothing all or nothing I'll go to this and I'll just see look at what Jen's doing the sunshine person and how much credit she's given herself as well which is the most important part as well that that it kindness begins with you and the kindness and you know what we used to sing a song in church and I don't know if it's a universal kind of Christian song um, kindness begins with me but I think what's important is to remember kindness begins with being kind to myself Mm -hmm. and accepting myself and seeing all the wonderful things I do for this world so Yes, please keep modeling that incredible kindness and acceptance of yourself because that is so inspiring and so helpful. Thank you. I really, really, really honor you for that. We need to see so much more of that in the world. So thank you for giving up your beautiful time outside. Oh, I I just love talking I love talking to you too. I can't believe we actually haven't spoken in person for so long. It feels like we talk every day, but... (laughs) You're one of those people. There is these four goals meetups happening kind of all over the country. um, And people just who live near each other are starting to get together and, um, you know, meet for coffee or dinner or, um, and there's a big retreat being planned for um, the weekend of August 1st, 2020, somewhere in the Midwest. Awesome. um, Oh my goodness. I'm in. Are planning that. Yeah, definitely. Well, we'll sign you up to do it. It'll be like our July 2000 (laughs) barbecues at Kathleen's house. With yoga added in. Yeah. With yoga. <laughs> Brilliant. I love it. So now if people want to join the group. If people want to join the group, you... Um, you search Facebook for hashtag four goals, the number four and then goals. You have to request to join and answer um, the question about how you heard about the group. Because not surprisingly, lots of people think it's about soccer and try and join. Um, and I don't let them. <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> I'm trying to limit the membership at this point to people who are added by other members. So you can feel free to add anyone that that you like um, or people that have genuinely done research and known that they want to be part of this group. Um, So, well, if you want in on the group, then either contact me or Jen directly or somebody else you might know in the group and we'll be sure. If, you also, if, you if you're a podcast to... listener, I bet you, you, you're a good candidate for this. Absolutely. Group. If you're listening to this and you want to join, just send a request and I will approve it. Just say, um, Kirstie told us about, told, told us about it. So, um, yeah, awesome. that would be great. We'd love to have more people who, you know, want to add some Mr. Rogers kind of good into the world. Well, I know as everybody I know, I'm sure, will want to be a part of this group. So th- thank you so much, Jen. You are a gift. Continue your sunshiny self. Well, thank you for, for recognizing that we needed to talk about this more. So it's awesome. Awesome. Enjoy the rest of your day. I will. Thanks so much. Take All care. Right. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.